And in other news, a shortage of prison officers means corrections is being forced to transfer inmates to other jails to cope. Meanwhile, it's alleged some prisoners are being denied their basic human rights, including time out of their cells because of the lack of staff. Corrections says it doesn't have a bed shortage. Yesterday, there were 9,061 inmates across the country's 18 jails that have a combined capacity of 11,000 beds. But at Christchurch Men's Prison, there's insufficient prison officers to safely manage the muster and Corrections says it had to transfer a number of inmates to Otago and will need to send more there this week. The Christchurch Men's Prison is short 44 full-time frontline staff, which can include nurses, case managers and Corrections officers. But the main union for Corrections officers says the shortages are more widespread than that. And joining us now is union organiser Alan Whitley. Hi, Alan. Hey, good evening. How bad is it in terms of correction officers shortages? Yeah, we're we're short. We're short in every prison across the country. We're having to get staff moved from one area to another to try and support the opening of the right category of beds. Um, Mount Eden is particularly tight. So, all eighteen prisoners, you are short of yes. of prison officers. Yes. Can you give us a number, Alan, ballpark, overall? Ballpark, yeah, probably about a 1,000 staff all up to get back to their normal rostering situation. So we're running um, what's called a, a staffing level roster, which is a reduced services roster at the moment. So what does that mean in practical terms? We, we can't do everything we should be doing. So Mount Eden, we've actually had to cap the muster there at 986 through a provisional improvement notice because we didn't have sufficient staff and we don't have staff with the right experience level to be dealing with very difficult remand prisoners. So how many are you easy. normally? How many would you normally tend to in that jail, Alan? If you've capped it at nine eighty six, you said. Yeah, the, the muster there can go up to a, uh, one thousand one hundred and twelve. So the notice you've issued is on what grounds? Safety. Health and safety. Right. So, in terms of the operation of that prison and others, what is not happening as a consequence of staff shortages? It means prisoners aren't getting as much out of cell time. There's going to be needing to be consideration of, of stopping some things. It may be even uh, stopping the visits may have to be considered. So are there any prisons that are still not having face-to-face visits for inmates because of shortages? Um, most prisons have managed to go back to them, but I don't think it's going to last. Do you know which ones? Uh, offhand, no, I don't. Okay, so tell me what does that do to, well, I suppose the the tone and tension inside the jails if you start to say you can't let prisoners out for their minimum out-of-cell requirement? Yeah, that, that impacts on their behaviour. They, they, get, they get touchy, um, particularly if you're keeping them in the cell over a period of time and they want to be using the unit phone because it's the day that they're going to ring home. What can you tell us about unlocks? Are they all happening when they should happen and for as long as they should? No, prisoners aren't out of their cell for as long as they, they should be. Minimum entitlements are being met at the moment in most places. But normally we try and have prisoners out of their cell in a little bit more of a normal environment for longer than it's happening at the moment. But we just don't have the staff to have them out there safely. Tell me about safety issues then. What does it uh, mean for your staff? Well, so it's... If we don't have enough staff, we can't get the prisoners out on the volumes that we need to. And if we can't get the volumes out, we've got to restrict them back, which means not all prisoners get longer periods out of their cells. Uh, if we leave them out there unsupervised, they attack each other. We have to go in and break it up. 
And the other thing is, if there's not enough of us there, we, we end up getting attacked. So, you think visits are in jeopardy? Face-to-face visits could be in jeopardy? In some prisons, yes, I do. What about rehabilitation courses and education? Is that in jeopardy? At, at, the, at the moment, that's trying to be put forward. It's a key component of trying to rehabilitate our prisoners and get them back into society. Um, that's sense free. But when it comes down to running things safely, something might have to give if we cannot attract more staff to the job and keep them in the job. So why don't people want to be prison officers? Uh, it's not a job for everybody. It's a very difficult job to do. You need a lot of interpersonal skills to be able to do it. You need to be of strong character. And some people come into the job and they find it's just not them and they, they move on. We've gone through a period of time where the job market's been quite buoyant. People have moved back to their trades. They've moved to safer, safer occupations on better salaries. Corrections has had a massive recruitment drive, though, Alan. How can you be a thousand short still? Well, as fast as we're recruiting them, staff have been leaving. Where are they going? Uh, some of them are going back to jobs within New Zealand. It's quite attractive now to go and work overseas in the same occupation. So we've had the Northern Territories of Australia here recruiting in New Zealand, offering quite handsome transfer packages for staff to go. And they've been taking up those opportunities. So what conversations are you having with corrections right now? You're telling us that a lack of staff could lead to rising tension, restrictions on prison unlocks, potentially visits are in jeopardy and and education and rehabilitation opportunities. So what is happening to solve the problem? What we're looking at at the moment is where can you move prisoners effectively to where you've got the staff and manage them as openly as you can. So we're looking around the country to see where the beds are and how prisoners can be safely placed into those beds. Alan, that means they're going to be moved away from whānau, doesn't it? And that's a key component of rehabilitation, being close to your whānau. Yep. That's a choice they made when they came to prison, to be perfectly honest. So if they don't want to be moved away from the area they want, don't commit the crime in the first place. So there's choices in life, and they've made some, and they've ended up in prison as a consequence of it. Alan, you said you've issued one notice with regards to Mount Eden. Have you issued any others, the union? No, we haven't needed to at this point. Okay. Potentially, um, the prison system could face some political changes, potentially, uh, with a different approach to sentencing and bail could mean more prisoners. I mean, how how would you cope with that in terms of staff numbers? Where do you get the people from? Oh, very good question. And um, we'd like to hear from the two political parties that are going to get tough on crime. And how they, what are they going to do? So we've been clear with them they need to fix the prison system, but we haven't seen how they're going to fix that yet. Had any conversations with them, Alan? Well, we, we have done in the past. We've pointed out very clearly um, the master issues that we've got, as we've done to the Minister of Corrections, if you can find them. Thank you for your time, Alan. Thank you for joining us. That is Alan Whitley, who is the union organiser there for CANS. That is the union representing um, the largest number of corrections officers. And there is a dire shortage, it seems, of them at the moment.